We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. Hi, welcome to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa Shant, and I'm super excited you're here today because today we're going to talk about soulmates. What is a soulmate? How do you find a soulmate? Do you have a soulmate or do you even want a soulmate? Well, I know for myself, for years, I wasn't really keen on the soulmate thing or the twin flames or whatever you want to call a soulmate. I just knew that I had people in my life that I loved very much, but I never really felt that soulmate vibe so much. So I kind of wanted to do a little diving into what is a definition of a soulmate? I found a really cool one in the Urban Dictionary. It goes like this. It's like a best friend, but more. It's the one person in the world that knows you better than anyone else. It's someone who makes you a better person. Well, actually, they don't make you a better person. You do that yourself because they inspire you. A soulmate is someone who you carry with you forever. It's the one person who knew you and accepted you and believed in you before anyone else did or when no one else would. And no matter what happens, you'll always love them. Well, isn't that an interesting um, definition from the Urban Dictionary? So then I went a little deeper into Webster's Dictionary, which was a little bit simpler. The definition of a soulmate, number one, a person who is perfectly suited to another in temperament. Okay, I can get that. Number two, a person who strongly resembles another in attitudes or beliefs. Cool. That sounds good to me. So <laughs> how about those definitions? Well, I know years ago I was in a class, a spiritual class, and a question came up of like, how many soulmates do you think you have? And one person got in the front of the class after tuning in with spirit and said, you know what? I picked up from my guidance that we have thousands of soulmates. Whoa, thousands of soulmates? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought is that's pretty crazy, but it totally makes sense. The more I'm thinking about soulmates, if I think there's only one, that's really limiting myself. I mean, why would I think there's like, it's like as if I'm thinking there's one star in the galaxy, there's thousands of stars. So why would we not have thousands of soulmates? And in looking back at my life, after I recognized that insight, You know, I have had people that I've really been fond of, male and female, like some really close female friends that probably were a soulmate in another lifetime, but this time we're playing in a best friend role. But anyway, it it does seem like there are a lot of people that I've really connected with. I mean, why limit yourself? So at 49, I found another one. And this soulmate I've been waiting to reconnect for several lifetimes. What really brought us together is the same, we're doing the same work in the world and the same type of perspective on life. So it's kind of back to that Webster's Dictionary. And you know what? He doesn't complete me and I don't complete him, but we complement one another. 
And one thing that we work with is our spiritual thrusts and our spiritual thrusts complement one another. My spiritual thrust as lifetime is the follow through of my heart's desires and his spiritual thrust as lifetime is to be happy and free. So with him working with me and I'm working with him, we both can really access both of those spiritual thrusts and work together as a team. So if you're looking for love in all the wrong places or dying for that soulmate, look no further than yourself. Keep working on yourself spiritually and one, two, or maybe even three will show up and knock your socks off. You never know where one's going to pop up. So thanks for listening to another mini morsel episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. And if you liked this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give me a review. And also don't forget to subscribe because I have a new episode coming out every Tuesday and Thursday. So until next time, keep your enthusiastically spiritual energy high and catch you next time. Bye. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.